You're listening to the audio-only version of the CubeCast podcast. Go to cubecastpodcast.com to watch the video version. Welcome to episode 20 of the CubeCast podcast. As always, I'm Andrew Kang, and here with me, as always, finally, is Tom Barlow and the crew. What's going on, Tom? Hello. I like how there's uh, four okay. people, three other podcast, people here, yeah. and it's like, I haven't thought of the proper intro yet for, for the show with five five people. Yeah, yeah but, uh, people. We finally got it, things going. It's a real shame I couldn't, like, and everything. What? You're gonna talk louder. Yeah, you. It would be nice if you video really but it. yeah. So pretty much the story yeah, for no. the last hour is Tom trying to get his ancient machine <laughs> to run Skype. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's because it's, it's a netbook. Like, yeah, but it's but the it's, only thing that's got a webcam on it. Yeah, but it's, oh, maybe it's, I could have borrowed uh, my dad's. I'm looking today like next week. Prices. Was it? Don't worry about it, Tom. You you gotta get a new computer. I have faith in you. All right, let's so let's go around the table. As always, I'm Andrew Kang. Here's Tom Barlow. Tom, hi, how you doing? And here with us also Dan Cohen. What's going on? Not much. Yeah. Uh, Shatara Makisumi. Yo. Yo. Everyone's probably spazzing on the chat. Oh my god, it's <laughs> my babies. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, David Woner. David, what's up, man? So, this is kind of like an experiment, I guess, since um, I don't really know what I'm doing with this kind of style. <laughs> since we've been doing the last 19 episodes it, it the same way. Like, <laughs> it's a lot harder when it's live because we can't just start again or whatever. Yeah, because we would be like, oh, that, that yeah, sucked. Yeah, we Hold just got to push through it. It's, it's more of a, a yeah, performance yeah. situation. You got you to gotta be on your toes. You got to do it. Exactly. So, um... Yeah. Hold on. Shall we get into things or what? I so. Oh. What, else is, what else is there to do? I just want to show this drink. It's uh, Monster Energy. And uh, the reason this is cool is uh, when you open it, here, here, here's the, here's the sound when it opens. What? Wow. Oh yeah. That's, that was. See all that smoke coming out. That's really cool. That's that's so cool. What the hell? Are we... Yeah. Are those two months energies? Anyway, let's kind of get into it. Uh, for the past two weeks, speed solving has been a flutter with what seems to be someone else that just recently got banned, Sebastian Pino Castillo. Close enough. Yeah. Clock. World records invalid. So uh, I don't really know the entire situation behind it. Can anyone explain? I think David or Tom. It's it's quite funny because like people have suspected him for a while. Yeah. 
I mean, I remember um, what you call it. Us talking about talking about this on the show a few months ago, and kind of saying that uh, he memorized one side completely or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Solving a no flip. I mean, looking at the scramble that was shown, it wasn't too difficult because yeah. it's so easy. No flip isn't that hard to do, but it's more just getting a time that fast. I think I've only oh, yeah, I've only had like three sub fives ever out of tens of thousands of solves. So that'd be like getting a five second three by three solve, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's quite weird as well because you didn't really look at the side that you memorized to do the no flip either. Yeah, no flip. It, it pretty much whenever I try to it do just it, kind it takes at it. close to fifteen seconds. So yeah. Yeah, so David, you're the resident, I guess, clock expert. Yeah, yes. Congrats, by the way, on your, uh, whatchamacallit? World record. New. It's not new. world record. It's your existing world record. Yeah. yeah. I don't really think congrats are in order. I didn't really do anything. So. Yeah. Oh, you solved everything. Well, it's, it's not every day you get another world record for sitting on your ass to another. <laughs> yeah, I guess. No? <laughs> yeah, know, I guess like you kind Chris of contributed to making it happen as well. Like, um. You know, explaining why it's just not real. I mean, a little bit. It was mostly um, like Dan Shepard and Martin Smith yeah. who went to the board about it. Um, I didn't. I didn't even know they were going to until like a week after they did it. So yeah. So for you, was it like a just like oh he clearly cheated, or you just kind of suspected? I mean, it? I didn't think it, it was clear. Like it could have been legit, but. Um, I just didn't know enough about it at the time. I wouldn't yeah. be. I wasn't well, surprised necessarily, but um, it, it seemed fishy. But like, I wasn't going to straight up say that's clearly cheating. Yeah, I mean, overall, his his improvement kind of seemed out of whack with what you would expect from Clock. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just it, it was a little fishy when it happened, and we kind of just had um, suspicions. And I guess Dan Shepard went forward with those and figured out that it was actually not legitimate. Yeah, when he emailed, he emailed the organizer um, of that competition to get the scrambles. That's where he got him from. He didn't actually go to Sebastian for him. So, so like, what's the, what was he charged for? Like, he was, he obviously manipulating was charged for cheating. Was Like, in how, what was, what's the story behind it of how he did it? Well, the scrambles just seemed way too easy or uh, I think I mean and then one of the scrambles um, his world record single and that was set in one competition and a different competition he had the same scramble that was part of his world record average yeah so in two competitions he got the same exact scramble which I mean odds wise incredibly easy scramble incredibly easy scramble that I'm sure I mean that's not common enough to be legitimately to legitimately happen so um, it's kind of well it could happen but it really it, didn't. It's so unlikely. Yeah, I mean, like, well, that's the that's the argument that people keep throwing out. It's so unlikely that you know it can't really there's happen. There's other proof that I mean, there was other there was stories that came out. I don't I don't remember exactly. Yeah, it was, but it was the organizer's yes. testimony. Um, I don't remember which. I think it was uh, Bahia and Glacius um, was one of the competitions where the organizer had all the scramble programs and stuff downloaded onto his laptop. And then when Sebastian got there in the morning, he, like, plugged a flash drive in and opened up, like, an Excel spreadsheet in an image and was like, these are the scrambles we're going to use. So, like, and that was, he only did it for clock, too. So instead of just generating the clock scrambles on the spot, he was like, these are the ones that I have that we're going to use now. Oh, uh, yeah, and, that, I mean, that's kind of obvious. I mean, it would make sense for him to provide scrambles since he is a delegate. 
Yeah. But um, yeah, just providing clock scrambles is, is really fishy. Yeah. So, but wait, he just came up to the scramble table and says, "Here, well, use I this." I mean, he, he's the delegate. It was his job to generate the scramble. Like it was his responsibility. It was just the organizer had everything set up ready, ready to go that morning. Um, like all the programs, all the WCA scramble programs ready. So that's and instead of, yeah, instead of just using the clock one that the guy had on his computer already, he just plugged in his flash drive and pulled up some scrambles he already had. Which, oh, that is super. Fishy. Exactly, that's kind of the reason, one of the main reasons why it's the issue. It's, it's also like a really suspicious post on a, one of the forums. Um, what was he saying exactly? I remember talking to you about it, David. It was like. Um, about how he didn't go to competing clock in certain competitions because he'd get too nervous or something. Oh, yeah, he. there were some competitions. Yeah, I remember it's it not... came up when we were doing Fantasy Cubing. It was like the competition right after he'd set the world record, and like everybody picked him for clock and he just didn't compete in it. Yeah. It really weird. And yeah. he said the reason was like, oh, I was feeling nervous that day, so I decided not to compete. Which, like, isn't, huh. yeah, isn't which really like a legitimate excuse. Competing <laughs> everything else, though. Well, yeah. Like, it's, it's not like, like I didn't. At yeah. all day. It's like, yeah. I didn't think I was going to do well, so I didn't compete, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. Because <laughs> yeah, you still might do well. Yeah, yeah. anything gets an average is good enough. He's right. like, I know that I'm not going to get world records, so it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You guys can have a chance. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, the excuse doesn't really hold too much water. So, yep. so he's a Chilean Cuber, and I tried following that uh, thread. and uh, Chilean thread? I mean, there was a lot of discussion about, yeah. like, probability and everything, and really that doesn't mean anything to the argument. Yeah, there was yeah. other evidence that was the, the... Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't follow that thread anyway because Google Translate sucks dick. Yeah, it took me a few hours to read it, even though it was only, like, six pages, just because it was so difficult to decipher the Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah, had some... It's, it's not strictly Spanish anyway, is it? It's, like, some... Yeah, it's, it's the Chilean dialect, so it's... You know, there's some stuff that's going to be lost. In it's just like UK English versus British English. You guys say weird crap all the time. I mean, UK versus American. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, the whole thing was kind of weird, and and he, the whole thing with it, came admitting that he did it, and then recanting that on the publicly, and then yeah. saying, oh yeah, I'm raising the WCA of like threatening to like sanction all of Chile. Yeah, that, that whole that was really weird. Yeah, that whole thing. I thought it was like yeah, straightforward. that's just wrong. Yeah, because I heard from Tyson um, that, or I heard, I heard that he said he made it to Tyson and everything, and that was like the, the end of it. And then he comes back and, and flips out, and that, the whole situation kind of was not as graceful as it could have been. It it kind of reminded me of like what High End tried to do, and he got banned, which is sort of like villainize the WCA and be like, it's a foreign entity attacking our country, like. Trying to make himself a hero for his country. Well, it and it actually worked because a lot of Hungarians got pissed off. No, no, no. We're talking about. I remember. I am Chinese. Chinese. Oh, yeah, Chinese. I, I, I heard Hungary for a second. I don't know what no, the hell. I don't think you did. Something else. I'm just glad I'm not. Uh, I heard. I heard Machas in Hungary in yeah. there. So I don't know. Not, I'm just glad I'm not a victim this time of any sort. I've been staying really out of the. Uh, out of the conversation, really. Although, what, what, <laughs> what Tom did was pretty, pretty funny. The conversation <laughs> he got into well, the, with the fake. <laughs> oh yeah, the twisted web conversation. Yeah. 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 I, I, what what conversation is this? I'm still not sure if it was like the real him. Like, I'm I'm pretty certain tell. it wasn't him. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it was. 
Um, it, it's that, unlikely. He portrayed himself quite well. I mean, he was just kind of being a dick, and I think that's how we like would expect him to act. I don't know. Wait, who's being it's a sort dick? Sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. The guy like imitating Sebastian on Twist the Web one day. Yeah. Oh really? Oh wait, was that the that was, yeah. that, was that the conversation yeah, that was that you really had? Long Tom? Conversation that was posted in the thread. Yeah. Was I don't that? really want to. Uh, just like so that wasn't that wasn't stuff. really Sebastian. That wasn't really Sebastian. No, but we don't think. So. I mean, it, there's kind of proof. I mean, that it all, like everyone, like all the well, um, Spanish been. people, are like, yeah, that's definitely Spanish dialect, not Chilean yeah. at all. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's like it's probably yeah. not, not him. And the whole thing with him saying something about a secret method, like that kind of yeah. thing. Because yeah, yeah. he's always yeah. been open about like using Oliver's method, like Oliver's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Is. And it's, there's yeah. not really a secret method you can do with clock. It's too simple of a puzzle. Yeah, yeah. It's just right, a... So, but, basically. Go ahead. Yeah, there's just some guy dicking around. Yeah. All right, so Sebastian cheats, obviously. Uh, and... Apparently the IAC, what was it? The independent action or independent advisory committee, whatever. It's the same. It's the same group of people I think that investigated high end. It's just yeah, um, it... and Machas too, right? No, no, oh, it didn't exist then. Was this was like didn't exist. That was high end that it was created, wasn't it? Yeah. It's just some kind of international committee, or yeah. like just There's, some. He has a couple people he talks to about it. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, just, yeah it's just it's like Anders Larsen mainly. Yeah, it's mostly him. He runs it. Mm-hmm. Who who runs Andrews it? Larson. Andrews Larson. Yeah, just some, some guy. Uh, okay. in Malaysia or Singapore? Yes, yeah, Singapore. Uh, okay, so they investigate, and Sebastian apparently emails them. Uh, saying, I mean, the outcome you know, of the IAC is that Sebastian admitted that he did that he cheated, and they removed every scramble that every salt that he did in any competition he delegated um, was DNF'd, except for Magic Master Magic. Yeah, because it's just... <laughs> so he has a page full of like eight hundred DNFs. Hey, here, like use the scramble for magic. Yeah. Anything he was supposed to provide a scramble for was DNF. So even three by three and four by four, so kind of uh, worked out in a, a odd situation. But then it kind of blew up, like we just talked about. And so at this All point, right. what's the whole situation? It's kind of just over with, and maybe not hearing from him for I a guess, I mean, he's he's definitely banned. Yeah. I guess like, so. stopping. He's definitely going to be gone. Really do, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, pretty, it's, it's final at this point. It's not like the WCA is going to like retract their decision. Yeah, and, and hopefully we can find another Chilean delegate who's... I think there, already, whole, there already is one. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it was. Like four months ago or something, there was already another conversation. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, this kind of brings up the next point. Like, the whole trusting delegates thing is that we have to... Because the Chilean community kind of grew up out of nowhere, and... The, the WCA was kind of forced to pick a delegate and didn't really have the opportunity to, to vet someone as much as probably needed to be because there's a lot of trust that goes into picking a delegate. Yeah. Kind of yeah. an interesting dilemma that we have where what do we do when like new countries pop up out of nowhere and we have to get somebody who's trustworthy? Yeah. 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 Like, but Australia is super lucky because Dean came to Southern California so he got a chance to yeah, yeah like competitions and get coached, and, and now he's yeah. a good delegate. Meet yeah. with Tyson and everything. So. Yeah, and kind of helped run that part of the world because he's actually they have to train the New Zealand delegate because he's probably leaving there. Um, yeah. So he's trained a couple of delegates down there. 
kind of sucks that this is part of Speedcubing's growing pains, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I you think know? everybody ha- everything has kind of issues when it's starting out. There's always kinks to work out. All right, before we continue on, trusting delegates, whose side is Stefan on? Stefan Pachman? Yeah. I don't think he's really yeah, on every time. Side. He just, Every time someone makes any argument, he answers, and he fights that argument with a question. He's the devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to make sure that everything everyone is saying is actually factual. Yeah, that's, that's really it. I mean, he, he sometimes goes to extremes, but I, I trust his judgment on most things, really. Oh, yeah, I, I love the guy, but I was just confused yeah. as to what he was doing. I don't doing. know if he particularly has a side on, like, Sebastian being guilty or not guilty, but he is always for the side of being factual and correct because yeah it was kind of like there was like a cafeteria and there was a food fight or i mean like a not a food fight just like a fight going on and he just jumps in and starts punching everyone just for no reason <laughs> that's what it felt like to but me he does. so <laughs> so what does what does this mean for future delegates and our current delegates because I'm having a competition next month, and like I kind of used this and my, I guess, because uh, I get tired during competitions when I'm when I'm delegating. So I'm only doing three by three for for that competition. Let's say something a million and one in a million, uh, uh, I guess, chance solve happens, and I get like a six second solve, right? Yeah. right. <laughs> Most, a lot of the, the U.S. delegates and, I mean, most of the European delegates are, are well-known by trusted people. Or yeah. Trusted. So I think the main issue that comes up is when you have people like in Chile or um, or like new, any of the new kind of centers of cubing that come Where up. It's, it's really far away from um, the major cubing centers. Yeah. And so uh, the board members and the other really people who are higher up in the WC, I guess, don't really have a chance to meet and get to know the new delegates. They just kind of yeah. have to take people at their word. Yeah, it would be nice if to get to, I mean, there was a, an easier process of, of training delegates and, and figuring out who could be one, but it's it's kind of a tough decision because we're trying to mess, I mean, get people all over the world together. Yeah. Well, that's also one of the fundamental problems. There is no formal training yeah. out there it's the just for picking a delegate it's kind of just oh we need somebody and they kind of go and try to find somebody. yeah it's yeah. it's like a trust thing yeah basically it's like you know the regulations and we trust you that therefore you know you can be a delegate but uh and you have some competition experience i guess too but like that's so i guess sketchy yeah. I mean the way it is now is, I... is much more formal than the way it used to be like southern california people were just Oh, Shelly, yeah. at one point, she's not listed as a delegate, but she's delegated before a, a competition. Yeah, they, they, same with they were like, yeah. Hey, you want to delegate for a competition? Okay. Yeah, weren't there like okay. nine delegates or something for California? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I believe that. <laughs> yeah, the UK they, doesn't even have one anymore now that Dan Harris doesn't cube. It's really hard. Uh, right, yeah. What's his face? The guy who Dan stop cubing. Dan Harris has been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't yeah, he yeah. like married and a dentist now or something? A dentist. Yeah, I he got that. married and then left. He's not a dentist. He he does like some. I don't know. <laughs> or meteorology. Yeah, meteorology. Yeah, yeah, yeah meteorology. Oh. 
dentist. No, he no, he's a, he's an he's an author, man. He writes outdated books on methods and stuff. <laughs> outdated when he wrote when he wrote it. Yeah, yeah. It takes a long time. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed wow. to be like um, delegating the UK Open and just didn't turn up. <laughs> so that was quite odd. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, Charlie was trying to um, get to be a delegate for a while, but it just never happened. And now we have to like get delegates from overseas to come when we want a UK competition. It's I don't know who's always, doing it. Pretty much always Lars, though, isn't it? Like Lars. Yeah, yeah. But Lars up, comes over all the time. It's quite nice. Yeah. On used anyways. Yeah, either way, I mean, the whole delegate situation kind of is an issue for the board to figure out. Yeah. I mean, there was all those, um, like, regulation changes proposed in the thread of how we can reduce grammar generation, but in the end, it all came down to trust and delegate. Trusting someone, yeah. 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 I mean, you're, going, you're going to have to trust someone at some point, and that's that's it. Yeah, yeah there's going to be trust issues and then until we figure out how to spread our web of trust around the world. It's going right. to be... <laughs> Well, we can also like solve it by getting people who aren't even into cubing and then just paying them to do it. But that's what I mean. From like a when I mean, you're paying them to do it, then somebody else can pay them more to help them achieve. I mean, if money, yeah, true. Oh, no, no. Well, all the you got a lot of the solutions that could work involve money, which the WCA yeah. and I guess com- competitions don't have. So like, it kind of sucks for the WCA to find a no money solution. Yeah. For things. Yeah, I mean, while we're still like a, um, a volunteer community, it's tough to really enforce rules and stuff like that without or enforce uh, trust in people and everything. But yeah, that also that reminds me of the WCA's power uh, back in 2007 when Hot was banned and uh, the WCA demanded that he give the prize money back. Tyson demanded. Did he ever give it back? No, I didn't get my money back. Was, no, I didn't. Did, does the WCA have the power to do that kind of no, stuff? Of to not. take legal action uh, like uh, that? I mean, it's not worth it. It's. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to go... No, he can't, yeah, they can't legally demand the money back, but wasn't it just he can't return until he gives the money back? Wait, WCA isn't even a, a legal organization, right? So, yeah, right. it's not. Well, he, that's, yeah, he can't legally demand the money back, but um, the WCA can continue to bar him from competitions until he does. Right. It wasn't like give the money back or we're going to sue you. It was give the money back or you can't compete still. I mean, his mom was going to sue the WCA. Yeah. <laughs> that was the that was the big problem with that. There, there was a lot of shit with that. Yeah, the whole his mom. The whole yeah. thing. WC, sue the WCA on what grounds? I don't know. Or slander. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Defamation, like yeah, defamation of character, and like all this crazy, stupid stuff. It's it's not really something that we want to get into, but one thing that yeah. one thing yeah. that really concerns me every time we have this this sort of incident, and it's it just seems to create a, a rift, either either like in, with high end skates, we got a whole oh, Chinese cubing, but but even with Matias, you know, there are apologists out there who, and and it's like a tough. Tough situation handling. Uh, it, it's it's just something that we don't talk about. I go, I went to Europe and yeah. met all these Cubers who are, you know, not supportive. I would say, but like apologists basically for Matias and they, it's it's not an issue I want to get into. I I respect their their friendship so much more than anything to do with Matias. Yeah. So, man, hi, I'm what an idiot. <laughs> 
Yeah, the whole Chinese situation is weird because they're so far away and, and isolated from the rest of the Cuban community. Yeah. That. What are you talking about? They're the second largest community. Yeah, they're still isolated. Okay. How many Chinese people have been to competitions? Yeah. Like, how many live in China have been to competitions outside of China? Yeah, like there was one Chinese person at uh, Asian Championships. Yeah, and there was nobody at Worlds. And it's... No no Chinese at no, Worlds? No, 2009 Chinese. No. There's one Chinese, yeah, it was, and it was uh, Yunki Ungen, who's yeah. like the most outside. Like he, he actually is part. Yeah, he's competed in America too, hasn't he? Uh, no, I don't think he has. But I mean, yeah. he participates in like he, the he travels, community. What's wrong with Americans, man? I don't know. Why, why don't they travel outside? Is it just well, like visas? Because yeah, it's, it's hard to get a visa uh, out of China. I, I remember I was supposed to go on that TV show and yeah. I, and get a visa because they just wouldn't give it to me. Yeah, really? I, I was at the consulate and I had a letter from the TV station saying... Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was ridiculous. Well, you look like a gentle bear who's 28 years old. I guess old. so. Well, no, I, I don't know. I don't know if I had, I had shaved or not for them, but, like, they were even on the phone. <laughs> they were on the phone with China and for, like, a half an hour and still couldn't figure it out. It was just, it was insane. But, oh, that, that's, that's Yeah, it was, it was a weird situation, but... We should talk to the Chinese government. This show's got a backing, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. We gotta get some Chinese viewers some leeway with the government. By the way, we're at seventy-one viewers. Hello, everyone. Oh, wow, it's pretty bad. It's a decent amount, especially with like speed stalking being down right now, right? Is it? Yeah, down? it's. I can't yeah. access it right now. I don't know what PGK is doing, but hopefully you can no, get it back up. Oh, it's online for me. Yeah, yeah I have. I don't know. Maybe all the CubeCast viewers are spamming speed. I don't know. It's, I just like see panel logging. I don't see it. David, <laughs> laughing at that. Oh, Fuck you. Oh, I know. I, I know what probably happened. Um, What's up? Probably had to change host or something. Okay, it's back on for me. I see it. So, the Chile Cuban community. Let's go back to that. So they're just continuing on. Nothing's happened. Just it's he's been. Did they have a competition last weekend or this weekend? Um, I don't uh, know. I think they had a competition this this past coming or this past weekend. Maybe if, if, if not, it was soon. Yeah, there but, was. I mean, they, they had the other delegates, so I don't think it was. It's not yeah. too terrible for the community. I, I remember somebody wanting to go down there though, like the WCA board wanting to send a delegate from here down there for their next competition, just mm -hmm. to oversee things. things up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Damn. But it'll be interesting to see the, the the repercussions that come from this. I guess. Uh, sucks for the chili community, chili cubing. I can't say that. Too many C's. Sorry, guys. Sorry for what happened to Sebastian. Let's get on to it. Okay. So, I don't know when this was. Was it like uh, last month or this month? It's been going on it's for like a few months. You're talking about Simon, right? Yeah, Simon. Well, he's Simon yeah. West. He first went on a couple months ago for the first round, but yeah, he just won like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. so Sebastian Westland, uh, Simon, Mega Mix. Simon Westland. Sebastian. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on that topic. Yeah, Simon, right? Simon West. Sa Simon? Simon? Oh, yeah, Simon. Simon. Yeah, that's how I say it on the show. Simon <laughs> Westlund? Westlund? Westlund. Is that. Yeah. So, Simon Westlund, um, he. If you guys didn't see the video, it's up on Speed Solving somewhere, but he won the. Sweden's got, Sweden's got Talent. Sweden's Got Talent, yeah. Sweden's Got Talent. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it was cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah, when I was researching this, 
I found out like there are every goddamn country where the television in the world has a something yeah, got the talent now. show. It's, it's yeah. phenomenal. Oh, it's man. weird that the like, it seemed really small compared to the U.S. version, but I guess it's just Sweden. Yeah, sure. the U.S. one is like the prize is like a million dollars, and his was the equivalent of like eighty thousand or something. Yeah. Well, how large is Sweden compared well, to the yeah, USA? Obviously, but because the the United States one, they go all over yeah. the country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was actually kind of funny though, because uh, they were holding, uh, they were talking about like auditions on the, for the U.S. version, and I thought about doing it. Or my mom was like, "You should go do it," and I was like, "There's no way that's gonna be worth anything." And then oh, we, so it it ends up the same on one. Yeah. I was just like, "Oh, that's kind of weird." Well. Wasn't there some kind of comment saying that this person on another show went on to do a, whatchamacallit, uh, cubing, the, and he got thrown off stage? Like Romania's Got Talent, I think it was. No, he, he said some, he considered it, but some other guy went on with the cube, and it was like booed off immediately. Like the judges like get their exes really? or whatever they do, yeah. It's weird. So uh, it's just cultural when it comes to that sort of thing, like what's considered a talent or not. Yeah, good. Sumo. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good that it's getting that kind of recognition, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, uh, too bad it's not in the U.S. where it, it could be useful. Sweden. Oh, no, well, how many? The US. So anyway, did you see the the second round of what he did? Yeah. Like, no, what did he do? First round. First. It, it was like two seconds away from. Oh yeah, yeah. And you got the A burn. Yeah, and he had like yeah. a thirty. It was like a thirty seconds off or something. Was, was, so I was assuming like he had like thirty seconds left, and I'm assuming if he if he was. Doing badly enough, and he was just done two handed instead of one handed, but decided to go for one handed. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was ballsy. Yeah. Wait, round one, he does defeats all. Round two, what does he do? He does like five cubes, and yeah, the first five. four, he does just two handed, and the last one, he does one handed. Yeah, because for, for all of them, they had like a countdown going in the background. For his blind solve, they had a countdown going in the background. Yeah, so it was like, I saw that one. His time was going to be, he's going to solve five cubes in under however many minutes. 2.30 or three minutes or something like that. Yeah. Wait. It's a lot, but either way, he got down to his last cube and he had thirty seconds left, and he picked it up, did one-handed, and it almost didn't make the timer. <laughs> they were like F firm. But I, oh man, I feel like coming close like and that. Perm, <laughs> and Perm, and just looks up to the audience like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> and the timer hits zero. It's like, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, but I, feel, I feel like coming closer. I feel like um, being two seconds away probably helped him more than if he had finished with ten seconds. Later. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah, the, yeah. the added element of suspense. Yeah. I know. Um, one time, Eric was doing some Dutch. I think it's called um, "I Bet I Can Do It" or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was and, uh, No, no, it was Dutch. Right. Yeah, and he was doing a feed solve, and he had like a minute thirty limit. And they and told him that if he was going to finish like a minute, he should purposely go slower and finish as close to one thirty as possible. And he did. He almost didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he like he messed up a U perm. He like got to U perm in a minute or something, and he messed it up. And he almost legitimately didn't finish in the one thirty or something. <laughs> that sucks. That's kind of awesome, I think. Yeah, but, I mean, luckily it came close, and he was able to pull yeah. it off. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. He won. Uh, some singer got second place. Yeah, so he got yeah, some 55,000 55, euro, 80,000 dollars USD. Yeah. Yeah. So that is by far the largest amount of money that a Cuba has won for anything Definitely. ever. Until God Felix goes to Worlds. What are you talking about? Not even, not no, even not then. Even, I don't even think yeah, the Worlds I is guess. 
top 55 if you combine the prize pool and worlds, worlds. even with winning like the draw i think you'd only end up with fifteen thousand, something like that oh only well compared to fifty-five thousand, that's a little bit close to only yeah of course this is all euros yeah so like i have this point here is it good for speed cubing uh, i mean it it is, except for the fact that it Sweden can only only provide so much influence. Yeah, like, it's it's good for expanding speed cubing, but it's hard to say if it's good for speed cubing because some people don't really want cubing to expand. So you can't impair like who, like who. I don't know. It's just well, like what's the what's the argument behind not uh, keeping cubing the size it is right now instead of making it grow? Well, there's a lot more. Um... The signal to noise ratio changes. Like you get a lot more idiots that you have to deal yeah. with, things like that. That's, Just causing that's problems. What anything. I mean, we've already hit. We, we definitely. Yeah, already, we've already hit a good number. We've already hit a point where it doesn't matter if we add any more idiots. Honestly. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's tough. Yeah, to get, I mean, yes. I mean, Dan and David, you guys are mods on admins on speed solving. You guys are pretty much. All the time, deleting or banning stupid idiots, right? Well, I mean, More or less. not. We try to not keep. We try to leave people to learn on their own how to to act and behave and stuff. But sometimes there's the people, yeah, and it clearly doesn't work, and people are just consistently bad. It's just yeah, so, so often yeah, somebody, some people just don't learn. To, do you think it's do. on purpose or like just no, like they're, they they're just stupid kids and they don't really know any better. But it's just like, come on, just like get off, get off the forum, please. Yeah, it's like. It kind of sucks. Like I, what was that? What was that epic meal time? Did you guys see yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that today. That's, that's old, I didn't yeah, watch like it. It's kind of annoying. I don't know. Yeah, Ben kind of has his issues on the phone. He spent as long as it's in, like thirty minutes making something in the like a camera from the nineteen seventies, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even drink it all. Yeah, if it's in the off-topic, I generally like. Yeah, as long as it's not offensive, but just because it's easy to filter that out. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just think like keeping cube, making cubing grow is always a plus. I mean, there's always going to be idiots no matter where you go and what whatever. Nice to see it grow to just so that we can have really nice. We can start getting nicer things because. Um, right now, yeah. I, I get some I, money, basically. Get some money for yeah. competitions, and, and really make it more, uh, more a professional organization versus kind of what it is now. What do you think, Mackie? You were there. You were in the cubing scene since like yeah, you, you know, know, long time ago. Long time ago. You you were the guy back in oh four oh five leading the charge. So, what do you think about cubing growing? It's nice in a way. Uh, I think one thing that needs to happen if if like Dan said, if it's gonna be more more of an official thing, then the documentation really needs to be really really improved. Like there's just so much information out there, and no, oh, it's decent documentation, but a lot there are lots of lots of holes. You know, it's just not like a central yeah, website. Or it doesn't even that have to be everything. central. It just has to be like somewhere Easy in a find. nice form instead of like on on a couple of couple forum posts scattered with. Yeah. Comments from lots of idiots. Yeah, it's just not. It's just not it's friendly to, to outsiders. It's just not friendly to someone who just like remotely interested. 
someone needs to to really like have a lot of time or that's what kind of Pat, Pat wants speed solving to be, but the problem is it's so popular that it's tough to weed through all the chatter that's there to real to being vital for someone. Um, but I think like yeah, that would be nice for the WCA. To, that's what kind of speedcubing.com used to be. That's so yeah. out of date now because Ron hasn't had time to keep up with it. Yeah, like in the outside the begin outside like the introduce yourself subtopic, everywhere else is hostile to newcomers. It's kind of crazy like like oh i want to find this video on youtube with uh what's his face teaching me how to solve a cube and then everyone's like get out it's and not really hostile are... to newcomers it's hostile to idiots like if yeah. your first post is something fine like no one cares everyone's cool with it but if you're asking yeah, I... what the best cube is everyone you know there's, there's no answer even to the except for the problem there needs to be an answer because beginners ask things like that and so there needs well, to be well yeah there is there's a there's an FAQ with that information in but no one reads it because there really is sort of the problem you have to you have to make that more I think prominent and let make the form if, if speed solving is going to be the place to go for new cubers there has to be a really blatant way for them to get easy answers versus having to try to wade through the form which isn't really an answer like a Q&A form yeah. more of a discussion thing so it, it kind of it, there's there's a weird Split between what students are. There needs to be. Um, I think. Kind of taken in care sometime of. in the future, we definitely need some kind of archive for the forum, like some kind of filter, like the way you, Maki, was talking about the serious speedkeeping thing. Yeah. But it, it's hard to know how to implement it properly. Like, yeah. I've, that's why I've not posted in the thread yet. I don't know. It's, exactly it's not really how. actually. Uh, the weekly competitions. It used to be only moderators could create topics there. Yeah. Um, and we can keep it. We can make a new form and keep that way, and just move good topics into it as they appear. I don't. Well, I was I thinking really like think you could cool. um, you could post a topic in the forum, but it'd have to get approved or something. I don't know. The problem is, it's it's sometimes it's hard to tell because some start out promising and they just go downhill, but some. Yeah, yeah, and some know. start bad and turn good and stuff. So I'd like, rather I'd rather just let it do what it's gonna do elsewhere on the forum and then once we actually see it's a good a good discussion then move it into the discussion forum so yeah yeah but the problem with that is um it won't get implemented because all the other moderators complain about having to do it i mean it to to be honest like the number of high quality threads we get it's not going to be a whole lot of work yeah yeah i know like i'm gonna be sitting there running through 20 threads a day trying to move them or something like that it's just yeah yeah it'll be threads about interesting so one thing we could do probably is just go back and and look at for look look at threads from the past that have been promising. Move those first. And yeah. Then yeah, yeah. That's that collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, we could probably in a week or so we could we could get together a pretty good list of what we would move in there to start. Um, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, really... and it may, it sets a good example for the rest of the forum as well. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. I, just, really I mean, point. I really think Hall of Fame is like a better name than something like Serious Beak to be discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's like, well, like is archive. the best of speed solving. Yeah. Well, yeah, archive to me, archive to me kind of implies that it's that they're dead. It's not really an active thread anymore. Yeah, it's true. Fame, it's more like this is where you come for the good stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just call it that. This is where you come for the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just call it the good stuff. It's <laughs> not bad. <laughs> it's actually not bad. All right, so where, where are we at? Okay, so 
Tama uh, National ta- National TV, I guess. Maggie, you should try doing it for uh, America's Got Talent with your one-handed uh, juggling Stop. and one-handing the other. I honestly hand. don't think in the U.S. it's really not going to work. Well, you maybe get to the I'll second round. I might. But second round. I think round. you get to Las Vegas at least, but you'd have to pull out some big stuff. Maybe yeah. you can get some other people, and we can like do teams all in like juggling. You get like. I don't know. I think outside that, making cubing interesting like that, it's going to be superhuman things. Yeah. Like... You have to be really gimmicky in order to make it, I yeah. think. Yeah. At least in the U.S. And, and there's no way you could win. It's not like a caliber of people they're looking for is not. Yeah. Well, because they're, they're getting a, like a show in Las Vegas. I don't think there's anything with Cuban. Yeah. That, like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go see someone show. Cuban in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having awesome. faith in the community, no, dude. It's, it's not really a spectator sport if you're not involved in the community. Like it's yeah, it's yeah, fun yeah. for me to watch Cuban videos, but if you don't really know what's going on, it just looks like well, the same I mean, thing some over people, and over again. Some people enjoy watching it, but I don't think as a show in Las Vegas that it's yeah. Like, well, people go to Las Vegas to be like entertained. Like they go see Siegfried and Roy, or they used to go see Siegfried and Roy, but they used to go see like Magic X and like all this crazy yeah. stuff. I don't think Cuban fits in with that. Not theatrical yeah. enough. It's not. It's not wrestle a, a bear, <laughs> and yeah. then I don't know. Yeah. Put a cube in your shirt, jiggle it around, and then this. Yeah, you you beat the bear, and then the cube falls I mean, on your shirt. That's, basic, that's something basically like that. magic act. Yeah, itself. that's not really cubing centered. I don't think. I don't you guys know, know John George? It kind of. Yeah, John George. What? John George. John and George. John George. So he. What's that? He's a he's a magician at the Magic Castle. He's professional. He does he shows at a bunch of places, but. He, uh, the place called Magic Castle, a professional, uh, like, invite-only magician's yeah. club. Yeah. Oh, it's like the Magic yeah. Circle. Something like that, I guess. Sure, sure. But he's, he's invited uh, a bunch of cubers onto a show, close-up close up magic, so it's a really, really, uh, nothing like Las Vegas, you know. It's, it's not a showy thing, it's, mm-hmm. it's close-up, small room, it has to be in that kind of environment. Yeah, I wouldn't see a sh- now that I think really think about it, I would never <laughs> see a show in Las Vegas. And it's like you see it once and you go, "Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good for you." you. Stare at uh, it for now. Thank you for, you know, spending 5 years learning that for my 1 minute of amusement. Now, on to the next act. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of it'd be tough to win in in the US version, but I, I think you could get past. You can get on TV and be in make a couple people kind of excited about it but yeah. I don't think get so many Facebook friends yeah I don't know I think you also I think also Simon won because he's such a pretty boy man <laughs> yeah yeah with his hair come back and his whatever eyes it's like piercing <laughs> to your souls and then sounds like you've got a crush yeah put a little put a little I mean he's <laughs> one of those people where you can be like I got a man crush on that guy. I mean, look how pretty he is. I don't, not I, not that I actually do have some kind of man crush, but uh, you know, how old is he? It's okay, Andrew. I mean, it, he did He's win. Like uh, he did win a lot of money, so you can you can follow. Yeah, him. you can meet Captain Man, Andrew. Yeah, my my buyout is at eighty k. Okay, <laughs> you, you can be Simon's trophy wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he has a is a foreign trophy wife. For $80,000. Pretty much, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'm set for life, yeah. Free mail order pride, that's you, Andrew. 
slightly overweight male <laughs> Korean in his 20s. Like, 20% off. <laughs> yeah, it's usually 100. Washed up Cuba from 2007. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, so congrats to Simon, yeah. man. If he listens to the show, that's... And uh, on behalf of the Cuban community, I guess, too, because that's a big thing. Yeah, he kind of did us a favor, maybe. I guess we'll see. A favor? Yeah. Like he posts on speed solving? Well, like a picture of his trophy, and he goes, you're welcome, or something like that? No, no, you know what I mean. He's he's spreading the good word. It's like, I don't know, evangelical. He's one of the apostles of Cuban? Yeah, basically. Yeah, so so in two weeks, when I see um, newbie Cuber uh, talking in gibberish and Swedish, and I'll say thank you, Simon. Gibberish. Now, now I can ignore this comment. Swedish gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, it's kind of oh. Swedish gibberish. To me, yeah, to, to you, everything is gibberish. Super English. Oh, Korean. Oh, okay, fine, Korean. And some spoken Japanese. Okay. Because I watch a lot of anime. <laughs> oh, this is turning bad. Okay. I know what that okay. means. Okay. Yada yada. Uh, Robot Ruby solves Ruby's Cube in 10.69 seconds. Still can't beat humans. On Engadget.com. What do you guys think about this? I've never That's quite cool. There's a faster one. What? I saw it right when it was posted because yeah, I, the video it was funny. Like the video it did was like ten point one nine or something. The actual video was faster than the solving article, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of the and it was weird because a lot of the comments on the video was that the computer didn't get inspection, and but Felix did, and so they were all saying, "Oh, he Felix got to look at the cube, and the robot didn't." But it's it's a freaking robot. Yeah, like, it, it, <laughs> can calculate. And a thing instantly. It's a different set of. Standards. Well, I think I think the most impressive thing, the problem you see with most um, Rubik's cube solving robots, is actually viewing the cube. Like a lot of them will have to like flip it and scan one side, and flip it and scan one side. And this one, I don't know how they did yeah. it, but they scanned it really quickly, which I think was the more impressive thing. Yeah, that is true. I think yeah, that's what they're still about. using a cube explorer, though. Yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, like every- yeah, solved. It's a. Sp- it inspected the entire cube in like three, four seconds. Yeah, and found a solution. I mean, it was. It was I mean, it's still again, It's kind of slow for inspection. Like, if they could do some one inspection, you know, they'd be averaging like seven. Well, if you're going to put six cameras on all sides. Yeah, you'd have to get more cameras and it would be a little bit more elaborate setup. But I, I think 10, point, 10 seconds is fast enough for a robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they get any faster, we're gonna we're gonna have to watch yeah, out. Exactly. Man. It was cool though because Felix's video got like twice as many views. Yeah, sub five robot solve and then world domination a year later. Yeah, I yeah, called it. Kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you saying, Tom, about the view counts? Oh no, no, I was uh, yeah, I was saying like, Felix's oh. video had like. 250,000 views and then the article got posted and within two days it was up to like 500,000 so it was it was pretty interesting how uh how much publicity the the article got um the video and stuff so it's it's nice to see cubing it like in a popular kind of articles and, and 
stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Hold on. Uh-oh. Mackie, what do you think about it? I haven't even <laughs> seen that I'm just going to keep quiet so I don't have to say anything stupid about it. Oh, so you haven't seen the video. What's your opinion? <laughs> you have no knowledge going into no. this. Let's let's see. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> what do I think about it? Uh, do you guys remember like the the thing? What's his name? This was like in 2004. Uh, Rubot. No, not Rubot. Rubot yeah. was like seven. Oh, DeepCube. Yeah. DeepCube. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Deep Cube. Oh, who was it? Um. Yeah. He's like, he just, I can't remember him. There's a. Uh, he wrote an article. He wrote a, his like college entrance essay was about building this robot. I mean, he's now like I don't know what year he is. He must have graduated from college already. But this was... wait, was that Evan? Evan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He's, he's um, back at he's back at CMU. He came in RC um, uh, last year a little bit. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was. He came back in the cubing a little bit and stuff. Yeah. So from. So what from Deep Cube it's it's come a long way, I suppose. I haven't seen it, but it's faster. Cool vid- cool article, it's really short, but you should check out the video. I think the videos uh the video of the solving robot is pretty cool. It's not like a robot, it's more like just a cube with gears but and a camera. <laughs> or whatever. I mean not all robots um, have to like look like humanoid. It's still a yeah. robot. Where's the selling point? It's just a cube. I mean, do you want him to like? You gotta stick. You gotta stick aesthetic arms and stuff, and put a head on top. I, mean, I can stick a Ronald get... Reagan mask on there if that'll make him feel happier about it. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me feel happier. Right. Thank you. All right, so uh, Mackie, let's get into. Oh wait, yeah, Mackie, let's get into you, since it's your first time on the show and do an interview. I yes. guess. Uh, let's talk about your background as a cuber. All right. Am I talking or you're talking? You're talking. You're talking right now. Yeah. I'm talking about my own background. Yes. What? <laughs> All right. How you started as a cuber oh, and stuff. God. Okay. So I learned to cube. Please embellish details and stuff sure, like that. Sure, sure. I learned to cube when I was like eight or nine. I don't remember, so I say nine. But I was actually taught by someone. So this was back when I lived in Japan. And someone actually told, taught me a really simple layer-by-layer method. And I was solving it something like two minutes... Average until 2001, summer of 2001, when I found Jessica Fidrick website and started learning CFOP. And you learned CFOP through a website? Yeah, I, I learned. Holy crap! I, know, I, I learned F2L the wrong way with cross on top, and then later had to change. And yeah, I had a lot of bad OLL algorithms, PLL algorithms. I have to change multiple times. Back in the day, yes. Wow. So, when did you notice? Like, when did you first notice that? Like, hey, I'm world class at this kind of thing. <laughs> uh, because to, for the yeah, I went to the 2003 championship in Toronto in. Um, so this was when I was 13, and I was averaging something like 18 seconds. Uh, I ended up, so I mean, the winning time was 20 second average by Dan Knights. So I ended up being something like 16. Uh, didn't make the final round, but 
I was um, second in blindfold cubing. So this is when people are only using 3LP and, and no one's fast. Yeah. 3LP can still be fast now. <laughs> What's that? 3LP can still be fast. I think Lucas still does 3LP. 3LP is still fast. I mean, even people do like 110, 120, yeah. but that's 110 is probably the limit. Doesn't um, Sergeant Kirby use it? What's that? No. Sergeant Kirby? No, he's... No, he doesn't. He uh, Sergeant Kirby. Just freestyle. Alex U, but they're both oh, yeah. freestyle now. Yeah, yeah he's both freestyle. Yeah. What? Well, he did. He did three OP and M two, but yeah. Yeah. So when did your, I guess, uh, era start? About to crash. <laughs> what? No. Well, if you, if you want to call it my era, it would be starting in two thousand four. So I was. I lived. My high school was. Um, no, that's not true. That's not true. So it's in eighth grade when I was in eighth grade. So for non-US people, that's a uh, year before high school. In eighth grade, I set the record for three by three single and average, 12.11 and 14.52. And this was when the year when uh, Tyson started started holding all these competitions at Caltech. And I lived right across, um, just five minutes away, and actually my high school. I went to I went to the high school that's across the street from Caltech. So I I actually would after school I would just go to Tyson's room and juggle or play DDR or do homework <laughs> until I got picked up by my parents. Oh, hey, David, what's up? Yeah, I don't know what just happened there, sorry. It just kind of crashed on me. Uh, okay. All right, so um, I, I want to I talk about this documentary before the other points, but uh, Mac, are you there? Yeah. The Japanese documentary? Your your screen is frozen at the weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the most Asian face I've seen. My screen? Okay. Yeah, your screen is like, you got the chinkiest eyes. <laughs> I just print screened it. We'll put it up later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems fine on mine, so I can't tell. Oh uh, no, no, it, it's pretty chinky. Anyway. Um... Oh yeah, I see it on that. <laughs> yes, I see it on the that's pretty bad. Okay, so, so um, a Japanese team, I guess, went to your house, and went to your place, and did a documentary. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah. How how that experience was? Oh, how that experience was. Uh, so it's a it's a prime time Japanese yeah. TV. So it's it's pretty but it's a pretty big thing. The the guy who was the leader of the group making this documentary um, with so so there's one section where I'm at a coffee shop it's a coffee shop yeah. somewhere, somewhere in Pasadena and and I have to what is it like cube and drink it finished my drink and cube something at the same time or something I forget exactly what what I did but I think I've yeah seen you this were video. <laughs> it was like a it's like the typical you just start cubing yeah. on the table and people see you and the the coffee guy sees you and brings you a free drink and sits it down. <laughs> and it's like the shittiest acting I've ever seen. Yes. The shittiest acting. But it was all it was all set up, yeah, right? Of course it wasn't set up. So we, we had to do we had to the guy made like three three drinks for us. And so at the end yeah. uh, 
the guy who was directing all this just tips him hundred dollars. Like here, keep the change. So, so shit, I know this is coming from. So this is prime time Japanese television. These guys are like the big guys bringing the big guns. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I can tell that it was prime time or serious, super serious because of the voiceover. The voiceover, yeah. Yeah. yeah a couple of my uh, a couple of my a couple of my high school friends got voiceover, <laughs> and the voice sounds nothing like their original. It's pretty funny. Um. How long did it take for you to actually do that? So the whole thing took me a weekend. They were they came to my high school on Friday or something. Friday afternoon, we did the thing with the coffee shop in around town in Pasadena somewhere. And then Saturday was the competition. And maybe they stay over Sunday to do some stuff at my place. Damn. They they did like they did like the most weird B-roll shots of you doing homework and stuff, and <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, hold on. I gotta, I got the video loaded up, and I wanted to see. So get on the stream for a second. Huh? Do, do right. you guys know? Isn't there um, a bit where you're like surrounded by other people and you just keep? Yeah, you're front. surrounded by girls and like That's my high school. Those are my friends. Portraying you as a pimp or something. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see how long the delay is. But uh, see the stream right now. Hold on. Let me put this. The delay is up to like right. eight seconds or something. I was counting. Eight it's seconds. definitely, it's definitely like a lot more than three seconds, Andrew. Oh, that sucks. Anyway, I'm gonna start playing it. Well, okay. Wow, this is super laggy. <laughs> also, because I just turned the stream on, I saw the um, the pitch you're using for my face. Can you stop talking? I'm gonna turn you down. All right, I'm gonna turn you guys down. One second. <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> this part coming right here. Listen closely. <laughs> okay. That was awesome. Hold on. Let me turn you back up. <laughs> so did you hear that girl? Oh, you take the stickers off, and Mackie's just like unfazed by that, and just keeps cubing. Have you seen Completely like the chat? All this is going on, by the way. It's all hilarious. Yeah, the chat's a fun place. Yeah. <laughs> we should take questions off people oh, at some point. Yeah, we will after everything. But it's like, yeah. oh, you take the stickers off, and yeah, I remember this. You can see Mackie's face. Like, I'm gonna choke you. I know we're friends. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, like, uh, after, I guess, it aired, did you get any, did you get noticed for it? I mean, how much? Um, it was a big deal in Japan. I didn't hear, I mean, I know there are a couple of cubers in Japan who started because of that. So, if you know, Yosuke, Mon Yosuke Mondo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so he told me when we met in U.S. Nationals '06 or '7 or one of those years that uh, he started he started blindfold cubing after he saw me. And of course, he's much better than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, wait, Mundo the multi blind yeah, guy. guy. Uh huh. Wow, you influenced the legend. <laughs> I know. It's pretty crazy. So, like, um, did you get paid for that? Uh, no, I don't think so. 
Not as far as I know. So, so you you spent two days filming for a free coffee, and uh, three free coffees. Just three free coffees. Yeah. I'm, yeah, sorry. On, I'm sorry. On prime time national TV. It's not bad. What about you? Like your high school at all? Did they? What's up? Were you known as the like the Rubik's cube guy at high school? You know, what I mean. Giving, juggling, math, lots of other stuff. Oh, so you were the ideal Asian at your high school? Yeah, sure. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let me get, let me drag David back in here. Hold on, never mind. He's still offline. What a new. Yeah, I don't know what happened, David. Uh oh. Oh, Skype's messed up. That sucks. Anyway. Um, yeah, and recently you were interviewed by an MR, MR magazine or something like mm-hmm. that. Mirror Reflection? Yes. What was up with that? What was up with that? Uh, I met... Uh, what's her name? Emma? I don't even know how you... Emma, Emma no, Watson? It's G E M M E, but you pronounce it... Emma, whatever the G, and I mean, I don't know if it's Spanish or Catalan or one of those, because she's she's a Catalan Cuber. Oh, okay. And I met her in um, in Zaragoza Open like last year when I was studying abroad in France. I met her, and then um, we I and then a bunch of uh, Cubers from Catalan um, were were going back to Barcelona, so I went with them toward Barcelona a little bit. Um, and so afterwards, she emailed me saying, yeah, we're, I'm starting this magazine on, on cubing, and so it'd be great if, if, uh, if she could interview me. Yeah. yeah. I saw the interview. It's like four questions. Not very long. I don't long. remember. I, I This was like over email a couple months ago. I, I, was, I didn't even realize that it came out. <laughs> got oh, so this was it. months ago. Yeah, this was months ago. All right, so I got a quote here. Huh? Um, when I'm watching Roe Hessler dominate, for example, I always feel like a little kid in a candy shop. So, boss. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. It just, I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to say about you're, it? You're speechless. I don't know. What do you want me to say about it? <laughs> I just like to uh, ask unanswerable uh-huh. things, I guess, from time to time. But, um, yeah, check those. Check it out. I linked it in chat for those who wanted to see it. Um it's very short, but that's the third issue that came out. So yeah, check it out. Um, yeah, let's talk about your world records. You, you're obviously you're the god of three by three for a year or two. <laughs> yeah, so I had three and, by three uh, single and average, and I had three by three one-handed single and mean. This is back before before they had the average record, uh, like twenty-three single and twenty-seven mean. Um, three by three blindfolded. Two eighteen is probably the fastest that I had the record. And two by two single and average. I don't even know what those records were anymore. Like six second average. Yeah, Yeah, probably. I mean, before CLL, which is just one layer. Yeah. Oh. Sounds so primitive now that we're talking back. I think it's we. It's not like it's not like we didn't know about CLL, right? It's just no one, no, no one, one cared idea. enough about two by two. No one cared enough and specialized enough on in two L two. 
And so, like, whoever was like one of the first movie. people to just crew you. What's that? And that was like Luke. I don't hear you. What? Uh, I like. I remember you emailed me ages ago, like about two by two. Because like I, I got quite good just because I knew CLL from Rue. Like he gave me a massive advantage <laughs> over other people who were doing it at the same time. Because no one else had learned CLL at all. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess it's a quick overview. We'll probably get it more into it, but uh, let's just get things rolling. David Warner, hey. or otherwise known as Dawia Warner. Dawia. <laughs> What? <laughs> yes. The the North the speed keeping name video. Dawia Warner. Oh yeah. Something like that. Obama? Obama? Africa? Barack Obama. Um yeah. Oh my gosh. So um let's get your background on speed keeping. Okay. Um I started in September of two thousand seven. It was the start of my senior year of high school. And one of my friends had a cube, and I just kind of took it and was solving a face as fast as I could, because that's all I could do at the time. And then some girl bet me that I couldn't learn to solve it fully within a week, and she gave me $10. And I just took it home, and I learned uh, from Jasmine Lee's beginner tutorial, like in an hour and 45 minutes or something. And I still nice. have never gotten those $10. That bitch. I know, right? <laughs> wow. And so I was just, I was just kind of solving for a few months. I was pretty content. And then um, a friend of mine, Ryan Potts, who still keeps now, he started getting close to my time. So I was around 50 at the time. And uh, he was the one who actually inspired me to learn Friedrich. And I actually learned it from Jessica Friedrich's website, even in 2008, when there were lots of other resources. So I just, I just Googled, Holy crap. I used to use Google for everything. That's I just awesome. Googled Friedrich method. We, we got some nerd ballers in here, yeah. man. Holy crap. So I, that's just where I learned F2L. I didn't learn it case by case. I just looked at a few and figured out the general idea. So that's I used, so I, I also used to do F2L on top, just like Mac oh, used to. Yeah. 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 I, think it, I think if you watch like the first video I've ever uploaded on YouTube, I still like kind of do it on top how a do you? Bit. How I do you? Use, you just hold it weird. Like I would just like turn it like this. I would, I would hold it. Like my left hand wouldn't do anything. It was all right hand. My left hand would just hold the cue. Um, oh, so that was that was how I transitioned into cross on left. It was just I was used to having my right hand do everything, yeah, yeah. and kind of just tilting it like this seemed a lot easier than going all the way around. So this kind of looks like the form right before the command man, like going back like this, <laughs> like cob. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Anyway, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, I actually did a. So what? Oh, yeah. So I actually do. Both cross on bottom and cross on left. Yeah, I switched sometimes between the two, so that might be why also. I never thought about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Warner, you're also cross on left. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just get into the question. Uh, did you start with cross on left? Yes. Uh, this is from Carter Olbrick. If you didn't, how long did it take for you to get used to it? So, like, what was your transition from... You know, I mean, it was pretty simple. Crosses. It wasn't. It wasn't so much like one day I decided I'm going to do cross on left. It was just like the cube kind of started moving more and more this way until I was holding cross on left as I did it. It wasn't so much like I just woke up. It was just like yeah, I just kind of tilted it. You know, I just stopped once it was on the left. Same with Mackie. I know. I actually made an effort to change to bottom, but for some cases, it left is much easier. Yeah, I, I tried it with bottom just because a lot of people were doing that. Um, 
but it just seemed easier to me. I, I don't know. I was really lazy at the time. I'm still kind of lazy when it comes to stuff like that, but I was like, yeah, this is good enough. I'll just stop here. So I actually remember my switch from cross to top on bottom because I when I was on top, I only did layer by layer, so... When I started learning the F2L Aux, it was just automatically cross on bottom. Yeah, the other part was that so, is Jasmine Lee's tutorial teaches um, F2L, even layer by layer, F2L with uh, cross on top. So it, was just, it just seemed natural for me to like always build the F2L on top because that was everything I'd ever known. So. Oh, how foolish. And it... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. In 2008, you learned it like that. That's kind of funny. Um, so... You picked up clock one day and you just and you said, "Oh, I'm gonna get world record at this one day, so I'm gonna practice really hard." So, what's your story behind clock? Really, um, it was back when Mitchell Stern Simulator first came out. Um, that I just I I never even considered solving clock before that, and I just played around with it. It was kind of fun. I was using um, I would solve an entire face first, and then I would do the remaining five pieces one at a time on the other side. So it was terribly inefficient. Um. And then a friend of mine got me a clock for a graduation present that spring. And I just, I think it was within 11 days I had a sub-10 average of 12. Like, I was like third in the world unofficially in less than two weeks. Because I, I was just solving for at least four hours a day, just only clock all the time. Wow. So, yeah, I just really enjoyed solving it. I kind of do that with every new puzzle I get. Like, I did that with square one. I did it with 3x3x4. It's just whenever I get a new puzzle, I solve it all the time. You also have a lot of weird three by x by x fast solves. Like, yeah, it's really only three by three by four. I don't own any. I mean, I own a domino, but I don't really like solving it because there's not much to hold on to. But yeah, I, I really enjoy three by three by four as well, just because it feels like square one type finger tricks, but it's cubic, and mine turns really nicely, which is always makes me want to solve it more. So, do you hold the single or the average for clock? Uh, single. I've only ever had single. the single, which is probably my biggest disappointment is that I've only ever won the average. <laughs> and you, you, can, you can ask Dan. Dan didn't judge me for yeah. both my world records, and I didn't celebrate or announce it or say anything about either one of them. Oh. Yeah, David's, David's always kind of melancholy when he finishes his clock averages. Even if he gets a world record, he's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, still not, still like not seeing it, which is really disappointing. It's because even it got to a point where um, back when Montes still had the average, it was all I had to do was not fail terribly, and I would get the world record average. And I just failed terribly every <laughs> single time because I'd be I'd be warming up, and like not a single solve would be over eight seconds, and it'd just be like nines and tens once I started solving officially. You're just putting too much pressure on yourself, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. It's just I don't know. I don't care at this point, so you never know. Well, now that you've got the single again, so you, you've given up. I just try to get the average. Uh, it's only yeah. Right. Whatever. I mean, average is easier now. 7.5 is a lot easier than 6.6. Six. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, I guess for the single, let you should go through the song for the people who actually care about it. The, what happened? The clock single? Yeah. I don't know. It was just a really easy solve. It had a tiny twist count, which means that... Um, the actual number of like, peg changes and moves I was doing was about normal. But there's a lot of things where I was only turning um, one hour, I guess you would call it. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it was just, yeah. yeah it, was a, it, was a, it was a really easy screen, but it wasn't uncommonly easy, but it's just um, when it's tiny twists count like that, I tend to mess up less in competition. 
because I'm not going to overshoot if I'm only turning one hour. But there's you know, there are things where I'll turn six instead of five if I'm nervous. But when it's just like simple, small twists, it's pretty easy to do well. All right, FMC, I gotta be right back. Okay. Like a minute, talk about stuff. Come on. Okay. All right. All right. Um, you know what? Screw these show notes. Who cares? I mean, yeah, you're too bad. You're few, fewest moves champion yeah. for US, but that's yeah, he, he said talk about the fewest moves method, but it's not like you have a specific method for fewest Yeah, it's pretty much just like uh, triple X cross and then finish is all I really Triple X cross and finish? You don't do yeah. three moves or... I mean, Other yeah, I do three moves, but it's, it's whatever works. It's whatever it takes to get a short triple X cross and then whatever I yeah, do. Yeah, like insertions, etc. Yeah, my the first 27 was really just, easy. I found you don't use everything all the time. Yeah, the first one was, um, it was like OLL PLLOGY, or it was OLL skip, um, and PLL just canceled six moves. Oh, it was yeah. a really easy solution, and I found it in two minutes, and then I spent like the next 55 minutes checking to make sure I wrote it down. <laughs> so, it was, it was, um, I saw the block I wanted to do, and I messed it up my first try, and so I just re-scrambled, and right after that I immediately got it. Because if you did that 2x3x3 two by three by three block, um, because Michael Young got it also. He did the same yeah, box. Excellent. And everything after that was just incredibly obvious. It was just the most obvious pairs. and Two gen last two slots, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How many and then this... 27. Oh, nice. And, like, prior to that one, I had done at least one solve a week for the past year. So I had, like, 70 or so solves experience going into that. And then yeah. before the next Nats, I did one solve, like, throughout the entire year. I just did one random solve in the center, and I still got another 27. So, I don't know. It was also, the the second one was my first time ever using an inverse scramble. I never, I just never bothered to do it in practice, but I just figured I'd try it in competition and see what happened. So that one had, it was pre, it was uh, pre-moves, inverse scramble, and I had an insertion. So it's just kind of like the classic three of FMC. Yeah, there's not really anything else you can do in FMC, I don't think. Not really. I mean, there's NIS. Apart- I've never, I've never done a NIS solve, um, just because I don't really practice anymore. But yeah, you can like. We should practice. Get world record for me. What record? I mean, practice isn't really going to get me world record. Um, really, the only way yeah, you're going to you need to look for Yeah, you, at this point, you really need a lot of luck to get it to 21 or lower. My uh, my second solve in national was 2009. Actually, um, it was 21 moves to two twisted corners. So there was like oh. a chance that I would have gotten world record on a scramble if they'd just been twisted the proper way. Yeah. And I just DNF that one because I was pissed off about it. <laughs> All right, so that was FMC, right? And two by two by two, what previous nationals? What's up with this? Uh, how I won unexpectedly. Uh, I I'd, yep. I'd always done yeah. awful in two by two in competition. Like I'd never gotten a sub four average, even though I'd been sub three at home for a long time. And then my progression through the rounds in first round, I was 18th. And in second round, I was sixth. And then I won in the finals somehow. I don't know. It was just, um, it was really unexpected for me. It was the first time I'd actually done well in two by two. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was a fluke. You would no, say, it's not a fluke. Pretty much, it was just I, I oh. actually happened to like perform up to my standards, I guess. Yeah, it's a fluke. So, in, so you in met the your... way that you didn't fail. Yeah, basically. yeah. <laughs> so you met your potential in the event that you didn't want to, pretty much. 
I guess, I don't know. Part of it, what helped is that um, I'm one of the only people who doesn't mainly use CLO who, who can efficiently use non-CLO methods. Because all the scrambles yeah. in the finals were bad for CLO. I did Guimond for every single one. Um, so that's how I ended up winning it, I guess. So. Okay, but uh, by the way, um, if you're listening, if you haven't yet, join the Facebook group for QKS Podcast and follow the stream so that you can see David's frozen face more often. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's go in. Oh, so what's this uh, point about Dan Cohen? Oh, it's just that Dan and I are currently tied for having being national champion in the most events at the moment. Oh. We're like, we're, we're both reigning national champion in three events, and that was all, uh, I guess that's all there is to say about that. That's just so, to note. You guys are competitors then? Sure. I guess. We yeah, don't really. I mean, we're pretty much good at different events, I think. I don't, yeah. I don't. I kind of suck at big cubes. I mean, clock, I'm somewhat decent at, but. Yeah, you uh, kind of failed at nice. Did you, uh. You got a DNF average in 2009, right? Oh, probably. In the first round. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, because you didn't know there were finals. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, I remember that. All right, so um, let's go into these methods. Oh, uh, oh. the the non. Yeah, I have, this methods. is all this is all gibberish, Swedish gibberish to me right here. <laughs> well, I was I was talking with Tom about this the other day a little bit. Yeah, I the... I only like learned what two of these methods were like um, a few days ago. It's quite interesting. Which ones did you know about GFast and Sam? Yeah, G fast snap. Snap, snap is an awesome method. Yeah, snap is really cool. I need to learn it. Um, I guess I'll just go through them. Uh, like Ophota and SS are more commonly known because they've been around for a while. Um, SS is basically just like CLS on 2x2. Two two. Then Ophota is like non-matching Ortega, I guess you could call it. Um, and they're pretty good. <laughs> they've been around. Uh, they've been around for a while. Uh they needed, I remember Eric invented Ophoto, and the Alex on his site, I think he just went through and generated and found the optimal ones and posted them, so they were just awful, and then I had to go back through later, and um, a lot of the cases are 2-gen uh, for a few of the sets, it's just like a lot of really short, they're like one move above optimal, but they're all 2-gen, so they're really easy to learn. Um, and then what's the S6, I don't remember what it stands for, it's like the letter S six times, and it's like super secret subset something something of SS and it's basically you um, you make three-fourths of a layer and then you solve the cube and Justin Jaffrey like actually just learned, yeah he actually it's a, it's a lot of Alex but Justin Jaffrey um, learned a couple subsets of that and I guess there's soap method which is Justin's other other thing where you make half of a face and then you separate, and then you orient, and then you do PBL. It's really weird. I don't really know much of it. Um, and then snap method, I guess I can show you. It's kind of like SS. Well, you can't show yeah, us. Can. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, your, your screen's frozen. Oh, it is? Uh, turn your, turn your no, video I on and off. For me, it's frozen. Um, it's not? Okay. Yeah, turn your video on and off, yeah. All right. Uh... Stop queuing, we can't see it! I'm just like messing with you. Okay. Does it work now? I don't know, it's loading. 
<laughs> someone on the IR, um, IRC, someone on the chat just said Ortega ZD. I lol. <laughs> is, it, is it fun? Is it working now? Uh, no, we'll, we'll just go on, I guess. Okay. It's, it's probably gonna take a lot of load. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like SS where you make three-fourths of a face, but you just do one of the other corners is wrong. And it's, uh, it's really short. The entire thing, there's three subsets, and there's only 27 cases, and the average is like 5.5 moves. So it's, it's pretty viable. Um, and then all of this falls under the header of GFAST, which is G-F-A-S-S-S-T. Which is Phil Thomas's theoretical method, where it's you do um, the orientation and separation steps of Vimond all at once, and the whole thing is like twelve hundred algs, and he wanted to learn everything. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think that's Snap like one little less layer. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I think Snap is like the last viable subset because the rest of them are just going to be totally nasty, nasty yeah. long algs for it. But I mean, all of it, like Guimond, Ophota, SS, Ortega, like all of it falls under the header of GFAST. So. Um, yeah. And uh, that was about 10 minutes of Swedish gibberish <laughs> for me, so. I'm sorry. Uh, let's just go into the next point US 2011. What about it? Tom, are you going? Um, I was going to go, <laughs> and then I got like this mail recently and I really don't have any money like I have to pay so I don't think pay I'll... what um it's just stuff it's from did you get a ticket or something no no it's nothing bad it's just annoying like um I don't know I might be able to go by some miracle but we'll see if not I'll just have to go next year it's a pain So, uh, what about you, Mackie? I will be there, yes. I've already bought tickets. Nice. Mm -hmm. Dan? Yep, yeah, I'm going. Um, I gotta figure out what I'm doing to get there, what happens to like, hotels and everything, but. Um... David? Yep, I'm going. I'm flying, it looks Damn like, it. unfortunately. <laughs> Do you feel bad because you're left out? Yeah. I wanted to go last year, <laughs> I... don't you remember? I'll. Yeah. I'll probably be able to go. I'm I'm like 50-50 right now, but I'm really trying. Yeah. It's more of a money issue for me. I looked at the fucking ticket price, like 40, 50 bucks. Oh, God. That's killing me. That's nothing. Do you know how much it cost me? <laughs> yeah. Well, just for the ticket, for to get into the competition oh, and compete. Registration. Oh, registration. That's not yeah. a ticket. You don't get a ticket, Andrew. It's... Yeah. You do it it's called registration. You know what I mean, though. It's the same we didn't thing. Know well, what you I meant. didn't know what you meant. <laughs> yeah, uh, because this year, unlike last year, the venue actually costs lots of money. Oh, really? Yeah, last year, MIT just gave it to us, as far as I understand. Huh. Yeah, yeah, because Tim was a student there. He's a student there, and he can just kind of rent it. Well, it even then, it's... Right. But even then, it sounds like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a total... I don't understand why the university is not charging for it. Anything I, I rent at Princeton costs me lots of money, or the club lots of money. How many members do you have in your club, by the way? In my, in my club? Uh, regulars, like four, five. But I can get like, I can get like 
20-ish to volunteer probably uh, at the competition in the fall. So that would be nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, where were we at? Hold on. At tw- uh, United Nationals. God damn it. What am I thinking of? All right. So uh, I'll try to go. but And if I do go, I'll probably do something for CubeCast. Something like this. And David, by the way, uh, turn your video on and off again. It's not loading. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's pretty much a money issue for me. And we'll see how my funds happen. I'll probably jump it with Chris Tran and uh, Chris Foster and Alicia if I go. Um, Worlds 2011, who's not going? I don't think I'm going. I'm not uh, going. I plan on, I, I'm thinking about going. registered and I'm thinking about it, but I may, I may have be too busy with school, so I'm not positive. Yeah. It's a random day. weekend, it's just not a very good time for students. Yeah, it's yeah. the last two have been in October, haven't they? Or the last three? All of them. Just, just, it doesn't, it doesn't, make, October, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me because the majority of Cubers are students. Like, almost and all of them are not, students. It, it does, October is not like a special time for anybody. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. I don't know. Well, are you saying October is a bad month? Pretty much, yeah. It's, just, it's an inconvenient month. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how about they switch... Like US and Worlds around. I mean, Tyson Tyson wanted to combine uh, Worlds 2009 with National 2009, but like Ron wasn't having that, I guess. Because originally 09 was going to be in Hong Kong, but they lost the sponsorship or something. Yeah, there was a whole big issue with that. That's why it ended up being. And Hong Kong is expensive as balls. Yeah. I mean, so is Thailand. It's going to be like 3000 to go and just fly to Thailand. Really? No, it's not. Oh, wait, from where? KC. I don't have I don't have like a direct line anywhere. The flights out of KC, I always have a connection to a major airport, so it well, has yeah. on. Most people do. Well, I'm I'm in Atlanta, so yeah, I fly one way almost everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, flights are I'm hoping more inexpensive, but most of what happens. Only Felix. Was the other issue is like the distribution of prize money. Like I would go if there was prize money for a clock and square one and pyramids and things that I have a things that I have a chance of like placing and get some of that money back, but just like nobody cares. There's yeah. no money. That being a world champion would get you some prize money, but I guess not. Yeah no, it just gets me a trophy. That's how I paid for two thousand seven. Yeah. 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 And I still had cash left over, so that was pretty cool. Second place ain't too bad. Uh. Um What's gonna call it? Yeah, US twenty eleven. Who's gonna win the main events? Uh, Rose gonna be and Rose of course reckoning with for three by three. Brendan's gonna be there though. Brendan and Max are both gonna be there. Brendan who? Balance. Yeah, he can't win though. Yeah, he can. Champion. He can win. He can't be champion. Right. Can he get? I'm talking about champion. Oh, he's gonna be champion. Probably Rose. Yeah. Rose still hasn't beat. I think Rose Ro is more yeah. consistently fast. If if Rose messes up, it could be like Philip or Ravi or Dan or someone. But I think. Rowe is most likely. Yeah, probably. Just because he always seems to turn on in the finals. Like, he's always done well in the finals. Unless it's head-to-head. <laughs> if it's head-to-head, I'm going to go such a bit. What about head-to-head? <laughs> what was it that... Who, who did he lose to? Uh, Gavin Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin Nelson, it was... He had, like, a 12 or an 11 or something, and Rowe got a 13. It was... <laughs> Well, which is really fast, we got it. Oh yeah, much faster. Yeah. 
Sounds lame. <laughs> They'll never do head to head, but um, the finals last year, it was like an hour and a half long because they brought everyone one by one. It wasn't that long. I mean, it was it was long, yeah. but yeah, it was cool though. It was long for me because I was first. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Um, what about Worlds 2011? Who's gonna win? That's a tough. Oh, it's not a tough one. <laughs> it's gonna be Felix, of course. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be. And the question comes out: It's Felix going then? If it's yes. Two, three, four, five, one-handed, and <laughs> multi-blind. Yeah. Yeah, four blinds, maybe. No, Bill's gonna win. No, he won't. Uh, yeah, basically everything that has prize money for speed except for feet. Yeah. He's gonna win. Damn, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. That would be. I would feel bad if he bombs the I, floor uh, three by three. I definitely won't. <laughs> you definitely won't. Has some competition for once. Yeah, Yuma almost beat him at Asian Championships. Yeah, like his, he had a he was slower than nine seconds average at Asian Championships. Yeah, you never know, man. So like, worlds is there. There are place. people who can beat him. Like, where the hell did Brendan come? from? Like me. No, not yeah, you, Andrew. Me. Never <laughs> <laughs> know. For for me, it's one of those. Do I get lucky? Yeah, lucky five times. Yeah, yeah. Three counting kilos. Yeah. The lucky four. T- lucky yeah, four, yeah, four times. times. Come on, times. come on, four times. I'll bomb one. I'll give him yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much for me. That's that's where I'm at now to stay competitive. I mean, I gotta cross my fingers. It's kind of like being an Olympic runner and like hoping like the fastest guy in the world kind of trips. Yeah, that's, yeah, it happens. Yeah. I mean, things always can happen. You, you never know. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but I think Felix is enough, most of it. Everybody thought the Heats were going to win, so you know. I didn't. Not really. Dirk, Dirk, really? Yeah, a lot of people thought Mavericks could win, but either way, no. But we don't need to talk about the NBA. It's, yeah. <laughs> discussion <laughs> alright so um, let's go into listener mail uh, I have to go to work now so I'm signing yeah. off oh you're so freaking uh, good thing we answered your question earlier yeah. on blame Tom because you know yeah. oh yeah it's you know stay on, you know what <laughs> mute your, uh, stay on the call mute your mic and mute, uh, turn off uh, and just like leave my computer up yeah yeah just leave it there because this whole setup's gonna fuck up <laughs> you can just say bye bye alright all right, just leave it there. And you meet your mic, and uh, everybody say bye to David. Bye-bye, bye, David. Bye, bye. All right, so we got some quick two questions for listener mail. Um, Carter Olberg. <laughs> it's for David. Or... <laughs> no, the first one, the first one we already asked. Yeah, we already asked the first oh, wait, one. No, we didn't. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. For Mackie, what was the biggest barrier that you had to overcome in three by three? I don't even know what that means. I don't know what was the biggest challenge you had. Yeah, like, you know, when you're going fast yeah. and you hit a wall, what was the big, longest uh, wall that you hit? Um, I may have been stuck for a while at, like, 20 seconds-ish, but I don't really... This was so long ago. Come on, I don't even remember. Yeah, it's hard to remember that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what he asked. <laughs> no, I don't have any good answer. All right, let's do it for Dan. What's up, Dan? Yeah. 
Wait, that's are you, same question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need some energy drinks. He like, it's like he went back for a second, and when he put his head back, and it's like all the blood rushed in. I'm and he, I'm, I'm tired, right now, but uh, I can be yawning the whole show. Yeah, the barrier, uh, my biggest barrier probably was like being able to do decently in competition. Um, I, I like just recently I've been able to start doing as well as I do at home, and, and the nerves is not. It's been a, a big deal, but. For the longest time, like from Worlds of Nine, I got that really good average in the first round, and then it took me about like six months to get even anything close to that. So, I think that's kind of the, one of the barriers that I've had to to deal with. Yeah, Tom Barrow. <laughs> Is that my Oriental name or whatever? <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know. Like like I said before, it's hard to remember that far back. Like I don't even remember. Anywhere from like 15 seconds to 50 seconds. That whole period of time is just gone from my memory. I think though, like 15 was quite hard to get below, like 14, 15. But then at that point, I just stopped and kind of taking a break. Not taking a break, like didn't queue as much at that point. Then when I came back to it, I just flew down again. So uh, the biggest barrier to overcome is the one that I have at the moment that I haven't overcome. Well, like for lot. me, yeah, seventeen yeah. seconds. Seventeen from seventeen to sixteen. I was stuck for like six months. No, not six months. Uh, five months, and then one day I just kind of took out my cube, did an average, and I went to like sub sixteen. I skipped like a second and a half in like a night's sleep. I don't know. Something in my brain just switched. <laughs> that was nice. cool. Yeah. Only if I could do that right now, a second and a half. I'll just wake up tomorrow and awesome. do sub. Sub nine averages. Yeah. Oh, my heart. Oh. <laughs> okay. So next question, Matthew. Yep. Why is the square one so unpopular? <laughs> I don't think it, is. it sucks. Because <laughs> it sucks. Okay. It's not that unpopular to me. I don't think it's that unpopular. It's a side event. I don't know. I hate scrambling it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because the only people who are really good at scrambling are the people who solve it. A lot. It, it yeah. takes practice with the puzzle to like know how it turns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get used to turning it. It's kind of like skeeve in that way. Yeah, yeah. So, well, skeeve is pretty... so... Yeah, skeeve doesn't really change shape and stuff. Uh, oh, by the way, start asking your questions for us, I guess, in the chat, and I will answer them. But yeah, uh, square one. I tried learning that crap. I was like, no. I saw the last slayer, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's not even a group. It's not even a what? A group. You mean a group? <laughs> you can't always do moves. Oh, okay. it's it's interesting. What? Or maybe you have to define things in more complicated ways, but I don't like the most natural way to think of it as a mathematical object. It's just not a nice object. You can't do turns. It gets stuck. Oh, I understand what you mean now. Yeah. Yeah. Big, if the if the edges if the lines don't line up right, then you can't do the R two yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Whatever the fuck notation it is. <laughs> that, yes. God damn. That's, that's the other thing. The notation's dumb. Like it's okay for algorithms, some algs, but like when you're just talking to another person, you just want to be like, oh, it's just R T U R two D whatever. 
mm. instead of like oh it's like it's like two comma minus one slash etc. <laughs> so yeah, that's I think we answered that sufficiently. Anyway, uh, let's just ask some questions from the chat. There's a bazillion questions. Yeah, how do you ask that in the chat? Um, just just go from the first. Type ask. Yeah, let's do it. All right, do you guys like Scoob from? Uh, I I don't mind Scoob. M- ML strip a little bit, and then stopped. I've, I practiced it for a little bit, and I haven't I haven't touched it in. A couple yeah, we months. all went kind of through a Scoob phase. Yeah. I didn't. Okay, fine. Uh, not... Have you ever touched a Scoob, Mackie? Mm, yeah, but I don't. You hate it? I mean, I don't do anything except really. I mean, only only recently I do. I do a little bit of five by five, but aside from that, just three by three, maybe two by two. Yeah. Oh, there's the. All right, let's see. JRB seven hundred three asks, "How do I ask a question?" Oh wait, wait, wait! You skipped a very important question, right? Which question? <laughs> you know, um, Austin. It's a uh, sure. It's Austin Moore, and um, he's the guy who uses Rue, and like got uh-huh. a, a ten second average, like in this comp, and like an eight single, which is insane. And um, he was just asking if I loved him, and the answer is yes, of course. Well done. Nice work. Okay, I got a, I got a good one. Uh, Robert, God damn it, Robert, your name sucks. Robert two seven one two nine one. Oh yeah. Yeah, Mackie. Oh yeah, yeah. When you when you found out that Antsy beat your three by three average world record, did you practice a lot to try and get it back? When was this? Like two thousand. Two thousand seven eight. No, earlier than that. Wasn't it two thousand and six? 2006? 2006? Yeah, I wasn't giving you 2006. <laughs> so you just saw him beat the world record and it was just like, okay? Yeah, I mean, I, after, after 2005 World Championship, I didn't really practice. Like, I still improved. I went down from averaging 14.5 to, to a year later, I was doing like almost sub, sub 13, but I wasn't practicing at all. I haven't, like, it's ever since then, really, aside from from small periods where I heave a lot, I I haven't I don't take averages. I don't practice. I see. Alright, J say Sammy seven seven seven. Why don't you compete in the weekly comps and I guess this is for everyone? I used to back in like two thousand eight and two thousand maybe in two thousand seven. I used to do everything but yeah. just I, I don't feel breaking out every puzzle every week and doing five solves on it and putting it away. It's just, it's silly. Yeah. It's too much time for me. I don't have, I, I gotta play StarCraft 2 sometime, you <laughs> know? And I can't, I can't go to the forum and, you know, solve cubes, man. There's, many, the... there's just too many puzzles at this point. Because, yeah. I mean, like, I just practice 3x3 three three a lot now, and I don't feel like having to get out 7x7 seven seven solves and 4 blind and all this stupid stuff. Mike, Mike Huey is the one who sets them up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, he, he does, he does... Yeah, but like I go into the original post, like oh, let's do this, and I just see a wall of text, and I just close it. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So for Cube Novice, as for Andrew, can you pronounce my name? It's Cube Novice. Okay. Let's see for other questions. Uh, no, no, no. He's his question is two lines below. He's got his name. I'm not gonna say it. It's what you say. Oh. 
Oh, is that an I or an L? Anyway, Ralph Eichelenberg. That's my best. Okay. Uh, uh, at Worlds 2007, who got fourth place? Oh, seven. All right. In 07, it was Yunagajima, me, Mitsuki Kunji, and then I forgot. I don't know. Some of the French guys. French guys, four and fifth. It was? Jean Pons. Jean Pons? Oh. Jean Pons? Yeah, oh, however. We'll find out. We'll um, find out right now. Uh, give me three seconds. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Come on, what are the questions, guys? You guys suck at this. <laughs> it was. Insulting your listeners is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it was Jean Pons, yeah. It was Jean Pons. Yeah, he was like. Uh, he averaged sub 13 then and thought that it was enough, so he didn't practice or something like that. Mm-hmm. JRB703 asked for me why do I hate the cube? it's because my original reason it's a cube like object but it doesn't turn like a 3x3 three three. and as soon as I found that out I, I, I immediately hated it so that's my original reason I don't know it's kind of it's kind of like biting tinfoil it's just uh, you know <laughs> this is nearly as bad as biting on tinfoil because tinfoil looks like something else that's often bit into. I don't understand the analogy. If you have a filling and you bite yeah. on it, it you know you know that filling. It's right, like but... unpleasant. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see more questions. Uh, how do I solve an aerobics cube? What is an aerobic cube? Um, it's not bad. Yeah. It's all what? <laughs> Never mind. Alright, let's take one more or two more. Alright, to everyone, do you still spend time fine tuning your cubes? No. Uh, yeah, for the most part, <laughs> they, my, the cubes that I use have been good enough, so I've been using them for a while. But when I get a new cube, you have to mess with it and get it to the way you like it. Yeah, yeah. I only do 3x3 three three right now, and, uh,. Every four months, I wash it, and that's it. When my cube starts going bad, I just give it away and get a new one. Oh, uh, because you're the Mackie. You can just say, oh, he's <laughs> They'd be like, oh, thank you. No, because these days, you don't, have to, you, don't, you don't have to spend, like, two months preparing your cube. They just, they just yeah, come yeah, good, yeah. right? Yeah, you can just buy a good one. Yeah. yeah. Not going to waste time. Right. NSSI asks, Tom, why do you abuse the table Why one-handing? It's, it's, it's fast. Yeah, he does Yeah, pretty much he does Rue one handed, so it's a lot of M moves and pitting it against you the table helps him. Up do as well, like H perm. It's really good for doing H perm one. H H perm? Yeah, H perm. H. Yeah. Why would I say? H. 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 Yeah, that's right. H perm. You're aspirating the H a lot. H perm. Exactly. exactly. I knew. I knew it was a problem. What? And Tom is in denial about H. H. There's nothing wrong with it. It's perfectly valid. <laughs> okay. 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 And uh, one last one. I should have said Let's Zed do perm. This. Stop it. Zed perm. All right. Come <laughs> on, guys. Where, where are them questions? Eh. Uh, Andrew, do you like fried rice? I love fried rice. I'm Asian. God damn it. He likes vodka melon. 
Um, Dan, all right, let's just do let's just do this for the last one. Dan, when are you going to beat Felix or Felix Big Cube World Records in competitions? Never. I don't have the patience to practice those anymore. I haven't improved in so long that whatever happens happens. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, it's just I haven't improved in so long. It's it's frustrating to practice, and I don't feel like doing it. All right. Is fast still improving, or is he? Did he hit a plateau? I don't know. I have no idea. You don't know. You just, you just know when he makes a world record. I just, on I just hear like everybody else does. I don't have any inside knowledge. All right. All right. So what's next? Thank you for the questions, guys. And yeah, uh, Skype Team Blind. Oh, yeah, that thing. Oh, dear. Let me post a scramble. Who wants to call this time? I don't care. I don't know how this works. You get a cue? Yeah, I got a cue. Uh, get the scramble and the, and the thing. And the thing? And the, and the show notes. Yeah. And then one of us calls, and then the other t- three solve. Are we using some sort of system for calling? Uh, if, not really. Not really? <laughs> Whatever goes. But let's scramble the queue. Alright. Alright. Should we have a listener just come in and call? No, that's going to be way too much lag, I think. Yeah. If we have, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Waffle come in. Yeah, because if they if we wait for them, then it's yeah, everybody's frozen. Well, Waffle's online right now, so we oh, can Skype. Have you have to add Skype guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah let's do, do it. it. Let me just uh, turn my light on. Why I need this? Sure. Ooh, I, I accidentally Oops. removed. All right, what's up, man? Waffle, you there? That's not Waffle. This is in Waffle. Oh, what? Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> I'm going to remove you. <laughs> awesome. uh, oh, they're right next to each other. I mistook them. <laughs> Holy crap. All right, Waffle. What's up? Hello. Hey, you want to call? No. Are right, you going to call. You got the cube ready anyway, right? I, I'm not calling. I don't want to call. <laughs> <laughs> what? Get you? out of here! Hang him up. Get rid of him. Yeah. Get rid of him. Who wants? What am I doing? Wants to call? I mean, I'll do it. Like I'm ready for it. All right. Let's do it. Turn up your outbound, if you can. Wait. I'm okay. Fine. Oh, uh, it's gonna be messed yeah. up. But yeah. Let's do it. Crap. Well, uh, replaced um, Dan with Waffle. Yeah, no. Somebody call. Let's do it. Should have replaced Warner. Alright, Waffle, you want to No, go? I don't want to call, damn it! <laughs> okay, I don't care. I'll call if you want me Yes! To. Go! Power bacon, go. Alright, hold on. Let me get the <laughs> scramble out to you guys. There you go. Hang on. And... Uh, I'm just going to close my eyes. But let's go. Turn. Call louder, call louder. I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Okay, do small D2. And then L. 
and then B2, and then L2, and then R2, and then D prime, and small D prime, and then R, and then X prime, then Y, then small R2, U, small R, U, small R, U, and then small R prime, U prime, R prime, U, R, U prime, R prime, and then L prime, R prime, D2, R, U2, R prime, D2, R, U2, L, and then U. <laughs> is, not, is anyone even doing this anymore? No, oh, I, I would have fallen. You guys suck. I got, I got this right, this block, left and right block. That's that's all I got. Yeah, yeah, that's. I've not finished yet. No, you, you just go too fast. We're not Chester, man. <laughs> oh, so Anyway, Waffle, welcome to the show. Oh, hey, crap. For the, for the last five minutes. Yeah. Hey, yeah, awesome. Basement David. Yeah. What do you think of the show so far? I think it's great. That sounded sort of sarcastic. <laughs> I'm never sarcastic. What are you talking about? It's so nice to see Dan Cohen up here. Or, sorry, Dan Cohen. No, that's you. See, if you look at the stream, you're Dan Cohen. Oh, I am Dan Cohen. I'm... Yeah, because it knocked it knocked him yeah, out. Yeah, now now the spot. now I'm a. a... Hey, okay. some... you're half. You're a third of David Woner or something. So, like some that. people on the chat are saying that um, I got everything right and they're on up to CLL. You all suck. I did it right <laughs> this time. Okay, well, we lose. We yeah, we suck at following your directions. Okay, I'm sorry, though. We hate you. Okay. <laughs> Right. Anyway, um, do you still have? Wait, wait, hold on. Me... Does he still have his cube? Because you can finish for everybody else. Um. Well, I already just solved it. Oh, then we're good. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. It was like six flip, and then yeah. actually, I, I can remember. It's, okay. Okay. I, I can do it from memory. It's R U prime R small yeah. R prime U prime M yeah. prime U small R U small R prime, and then U, um, M two, U two. M prime U two, M two U two M prime U prime, I think. <laughs> That's just from memory. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. If that works. That works. That's good. All right. <laughs> okay. Wow, whatever. <laughs> All right, Mackie, you there? Yeah, I'm there. All right, you, your screen uh, froze again. Froze, but whatever. Anyway, um. Let's do a small plug for my competition. Marietta Open 2011 is going to be July 30th. Um, yeah, and I think it's pretty much we're pretty much going to wrap up the show. Anybody any uh, have any last words? Hi mom. Hi okay. mom. Okay, Mackie, got any last words? Oh. That's his last words. Okay. Let's do the outro. Uh, websites at cubecastpodcast.com. Go there for everything. Facebook page. Um, you can, yeah, subscribe. I mean, join the Facebook group, uh, Cubecast Podcast, and uh, follow the stream too. So uh, you can be notified when the stream goes online. We'll probably do another show two weeks from now. And then um, you can subscribe to the show, MP3 wise, on iTunes and Zoom. I'll probably upload this video on justin.tv slash cubecast. Ooh, Dan, you look pretty. Thanks. <laughs>
And uh, if you <laughs> and you can submit your iTunes reviews about this about the podcast that we read. I read them at least, and uh, it's appreciated that at any time there's a five star review. Um, if you want to send in uh, mail questions, go to uh, send them to cutecast.gmail.com. If you think the show is worth donating to financially, because uh, we do have costs for various things. Um, there's a donate button on the website, and uh, that's it, I think. Yeah, join the Facebook group, and yeah, and uh, you guys look happy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it for episode 20. See you guys for episode 21 of the Geekast Podcast. Bye bye. Adios. Bye bye.